Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amanda, and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's Tiny Hat Energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering, from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. We are going to talk about taking your power back. And if you're anything like me, these are words that I didn't really hear and definitely didn't understand until very recently in my life. This is our first core episode. We had, for the last three weeks, three introduction episodes going really deep into detail about my wildlife story, and now we're going to get into it, having a topic every week that we're going to talk about, and this week we're talking about taking your power back. And I want to start kind of laying the groundwork here by talking a little bit about this idea of letting go or giving things up. We really have this mentality in the broader society today of, you know, I don't want to let go of things or I don't want to give something up or the kind of this uncomfortability with change. The biggest question that I get asked is, how did I do it? How did you give up nicotine? How did you get clean? How did you give up insert blank? How did you get over your grief? Not that you really ever get over it, but how did you move through that grief? And I get asked these questions all the time of people just wanting a clear answer of how do you give this thing up? How do you let go of so much? How are you always in a constant state of expansion and change? And I want to encourage you all to kind of sit with that for a second and look at it from a different lens. Instead of looking at this as, oh, I'm having to let go of this thing or I'm having to give up this thing, this can apply to anything, right? This can apply to addiction. This can apply to people, places, things, emotions, grief, etc. Instead of looking at it as you're having to let go of or give something up, what if we reframe that into the positive? Because where we put our energy is what we feed. And so if you're always putting your energy on having to let go of or give something up, then you're feeding in your subconscious and in your conscious mind and in your your actual manifestations of your energy, you're feeding that negative, that focus on the thing that you're having to give up. Whereas if we shift and give our energy to the positive of I'm going to take my power back, it really for me has been so impactful. This single-handedly, this shift of kind of mental state and energy has single-handedly made the biggest difference in my life. And so first things first is I want you to understand that this concept or this episode can apply to anything in your life that you are seeking growth or change around and kind of really trying to encourage people to rewire that thought of it's not about letting go of something, it's about taking your power back, whatever that looks like. Something I think is a really bold statement, but that I feel pretty strongly about is that we have all forgotten who we are. Like in its essence, 
I look around at all of my fellow humans and fellow souls on this planet and honestly it just feels like looking at you know a bunch of people who have forgotten who they are and so I'm gonna get a little bit spicy if you will and a little bit uh, passionate about this because I am really passionate about it and what I'm saying right now comes from like the deepest depths of my being and my soul you are an infinitely powerful spiritual eternal being you are a sovereign child product whatever you believe in of god creator source again whatever you believe in absolutely no one and nothing in this 3d earthly material realm has power over you and i know right there you heard that and a lot of a lot of people's minds went well wait a minute the police have power over me the government has power over me the laws have power over me my parents have power over me my boss has power over me what i'm really trying to get at here is at its core right job doesn't matter systems don't matter when we just look at at its core that we are all eternal souls having a human experience that all have the infinite power of creation and the infinite power of whatever you believe in inside of us we don't answer to anyone and when you really start to sit with that and get comfortable with I am an eternal, powerful, spiritual, energetic, whatever you believe in, entity, being, soul, consciousness that is a part of this greater humanity and universe, you start to really quickly kind of understand that no one has power over you. And yes, we all have to live in and you know, function in these systems. And I'm not saying like, oh, just stop following all the laws because, you know, they don't have power over you. We all have to do our part to function in the current society that we have. And regardless of my thoughts on that and, you know, on systems and government and things like that, you know, we do all have to kind of, to the best of our ability, follow the systems that we currently have i'm really talking about power over your mind i'm not talking about power over your laws or power over when you work or power over how much you make i'm saying you as an infinite eternal spiritual being have all of your power and when you wake up and remember that and you understand that you can start to take your power back another thing i want to touch on before getting kind of really into the meat is you are not your mind. No one had ever said those words to me until this last year. Honestly, I don't even know that I would have been able to understand them, so I'll try and explain it the best that I can. Again, take what you like, leave what you don't, and try and apply words that make sense in your current reality and your current state of consciousness. You are not your mind. I was 30 years old when I remembered this and woke up to this, and this is the essence of what I talk about when I say waking up and spiritual awakening and consciousness is like remembering I am a soul, I am a spirit, I am a, again, use your words, I am not my mind, I am not my ego, I am not my emotions, and we live in a society where we've become so detached from our spiritual nature, we've become so detached from mother nature, 
and frankly each other and the fact that we are one large consciousness and one large human family that many people have become very identified with their minds and I was one of them probably as strong as it gets like I wasn't even aware that I believed or that there it wasn't even a conscious process for me like I wasn't even aware that I was identifying with my mind if there's one thing that you can walk away from this episode with it would be this you are not your mind You are not your fear, you are not your sadness, you are not your anger. Those are a part of your experience, but that is not who you are. And so when you strip all these things away, right? You strip away the governments, you strip away religion, you strip away your parents, you strip away your boss, you strip away your mind, you strip away your emotions, you strip away your responsibilities, even your kids, right? Like strip it all away. You in your essence, who are you? And if you sit with that and you ask yourself that, it kind of really starts to snowball this process of taking your power back. And you may not be there yet, and that's okay. That may not that may not resonate, and that's okay. But when you start to remember and align with and embody these principles, even at any level that feels comfortable for you, letting go doesn't only become significantly easier, but your life kind of reframes itself that you're not in this constant state of letting go. You're now making space for all of the beautiful and abundant things that the universe wants to bring you because the universe is infinite in abundance the universe only knows love right and so when we are walking in alignment with our true nature and this doesn't mean you know something I used to say I don't know if this resonates for you but I used to always say I'm a good person I pay my taxes I work my nine to five like I don't hurt anybody why are these things happening to me like why is why does this hurt so much why am I in so much suffering it really was looking back just not being in alignment, not being in alignment with my true nature, not being in alignment with my spirituality. I had no idea what the word abundance meant, let alone, you know, manifestation and all of these other words that you hear in the spiritual community. And you don't need to know what any of those words mean. You don't need to know any of this stuff because really at its core is only love and abundance are real. And so when you start to align your thoughts and your energy and your actions with I am a sovereign being, I am infinite, I am eternal, I am, you know, a child of God or the creator or whatever you believe in, I am free, any of those things that resonate, just pick one, find something that works for you, once you have that, hold that, write it on a sticky note, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your phone lock screen, these are all, actually I did all of these, but these are some things that I've learned that work for me. If you're really, really feeling frisky, maybe get it tattooed on you. (laughs) When you really start to hold that and believe that and retrain your subconscious mind and retrain your mind that no, 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 you're not in control. You are not the pilot here. I'm not going to allow my mind to dictate my emotions and to dictate my life and my reality, frankly everything just kind of starts to align and it's no longer about letting go and I know for some of you that you know may not be at that place yet you're like well that's great Amanda but this doesn't help me quit smoking this is probably one of the biggest ones that people reach out to me about that doesn't help me you know stop feeling this grief over this failed relationship or over you know this difficult situation that I'm facing and those situations are difficult and it is tough like it takes practice and it takes consistency and it takes time 
I remember, you know, it took about four months of really deeply walking this path and of really deeply doing, you know, inner work and frankly questioning everything. Question everything. But it took about four months before I was ready to even truly consider permanently giving up nicotine and you know this was a 15-ish off and on mostly on year addiction for me it was my last crutch you know after getting sober and clean nicotine was my everything it was my stress relief it was my helping me go to bed it was my friend it was in my hand it was always there and it was always my escape if I was in an uncomfortable situation oh I need to go out and vape and it was really tough for me to let go of that until I took my power back and I literally said one day I am so much more than this addiction I am stronger than this and how can I sit here and know that and believe that and continue to give my power to this tiny little electronic device and I literally threw it away I threw it away and I now have seven months and I want to say like three or four days. And that's beyond a personal record for me. And I don't often, you know, claim things, but there are a few things in my life that I have vowed to myself. And, you know, as you get to know me, you'll kind of know when I say something like that, I keep it. You know, I vowed I would never use heroin again this last time I got clean. And I now have... Phew, gosh, I I honestly have to think about it because it's been so long I just kind of forget. I have eight years and almost seven months and I vowed I would never use heroin again and I won't and when I quit my vape this time right before my 30th birthday, I vowed that I would be done with nicotine for good and I am and it really is just this, I am not going to allow this thing to have power over me. And while I just applied that to addiction, you can apply that to a lot of things. If you have a challenging relationship in your life that you're dealing with, if you are dealing with grief, you know, grief is kind of an interesting concept here because what I'm about to say may contradict a lot of what you've heard about grief, but like it is in essence a way of taking your power back. Do you want to give your power to sitting in the sadness and the anger and the fear? Or do you want to tell your mind, thank you for these emotions. I'm going to take my power back now and I'm going to choose love. I'm going to choose positivity. I'm going to choose gratitude. And that's what I did with my grief with my dad and the many other losses that I shared about. It really came to a place of I'm going to choose to be grateful for the time that I had with him. I am going to choose to be grateful that I had a dad. I am going to choose to be grateful that he got to see me clean before he passed away. And I'm sure you can hear the emotion in my in my voice. And you know, it's the emotion is kind of always there. But as it's coming up right now in real time recording this, I say, you know, hey, mind, thank you so much for that emotion, ego, mind, whatever you want to call it. Thank you for that emotion. I know that my beliefs are in gratitude and love and positivity. And so I take my power back and I choose a different path. And I want to be clear that I am not encouraging anyone here to live in denial, right? This That's not denial. Denial is I'm just going to act like this isn't happening. I'm just going to not feel this. I'm going to distract. I'm going to numb out. And as someone who borderline professionally did that for almost a decade and went through a lot of suffering because of it I definitely don't recommend that and that's not what I'm saying I'm saying to meet the emotion where it's at 
acknowledge it, take your power back from your mind, and choose differently. I want to share a little bit about kind of where I'm at right now because it's really a dynamic and massive time of change for me and I'm probably doing more quote-unquote letting go right now and will over the next month than I have in my entire life combined. And I feel the emotions and the fear and the anxiety and the sadness and all of these things just rearing up to be like, oh my gosh, this is so much letting go and this is so much change. And the way that I've kind of responded to that is so vastly different than I ever have in my entire life. And it really just goes to show that it does get easier over time. And I share this to give you hope. And I share this to show you that it doesn't always have to be the way that it is. It doesn't always have to be a struggle. And it does get easier. Right now, in the matter of kind of the last two weeks where we left off in our last introduction episode coming back from that music festival, we have really reached a place of this environment and the life that we have been currently living is not serving our highest good. And I found myself in this like gray area of halfway out of, you know, my old life, letting go of my old life and then kind of like halfway into my new life and this like struggle of integration and this whole concept of like your your new life will cost you your old life. And I found myself kind of clinging on to some things for dear life. And those things looked like, you know, our home and the house that we currently live in and a few last few relationships and stuff you know that I knew wasn't serving me and was just attachments holding me down really quickly we have purchased an RV we actually just met with a realtor today we are selling our house should be on the market within the next couple of weeks and we are going to travel full-time don't know how long months a year maybe two years Um, I don't know the future, but we are going to travel full-time in our RV around the country, seeing all the states and national parks. And it's really kind of brought about this massive undertaking of quote-unquote letting go. We are going to have to sell 90% of what we own. It's interesting because I kind of went on this minimalism journey, so this is much easier, but there are like some of my dad's things and you know things like my old wedding dress and you know these things are coming up of like here's this thing that's been sitting somewhere for years untouched serving absolutely no purpose and it's an attachment and that is a cord that is a cord that is attaching me to this thing or this place or this old life of mine that I'm trying to let go of and really just having the courage right you've heard me say courage over comfort But having the courage to push through those uncomfortable emotions, take my power back and say, you know what? I am much bigger than personal possessions. I am much bigger than a house. And the fact that we have wanted to sell this for quite a while, you know, we bought this, this was our first house. It was our forever house. And we bought this house to have a family. It's massive. It's a three-story, 2,200 square foot, half acre you know, multiple bedrooms, two living rooms, and it's practically empty and it's just not being used. And this house could be a home for a family that, you know, will love it and take care of it. And we have dreams of, you know, 
more international travel and potentially an international move or at least buying land somewhere in the U.S. and building the sanctuary of our dreams where we can help other people. So that's not going to happen living in this house. That's not going to happen, you know, sitting here for years dreading the day that we have to sell it because it's just holding us back. And so we are taking our power back in a really extreme way because if you've learned anything about me, I tend to do things really big and I don't like the easy route and And the scarier it is, the more I seem to lean into it. So I'm taking my power back right now and every day having to donate or sell or let go of a lot of the last remaining personal possessions. So that's where I'm at. I still obviously am human. I still have all those emotions come up around times of change and times of taking my power back. But today I choose to change my perception because perception is reality, as my dad used to always say. And I choose to look at this time of not letting go. I may be letting go of a lot of things, but that's not the way I choose to see it. I choose to see it as I'm taking my power back. And every single thing that I say goodbye to, whether it's a material thing, a person, a place, a house, it is just opening my life for greater things it is opening space in my reality energetically physically monetarily emotionally spiritually mentally opening space for the blessings to come in for new things to come in for healthier relationships that serve my highest good for you know this new dream of building this sanctuary turning this all around to kind of wrap this up and bring this back to you all. You can take your power back. You are powerful. You are so powerful that you can heal yourself. You are so powerful that you can create life. You are so powerful. Like, do you understand the magnitude of the human body alone? Of the miracle that you are every day, that you breathe without trying, that your blood circulates, that your kidneys clean your blood. I mean, it's just magnificent. And that beauty and wonder of the human experience, of the universe, of Mother Nature, I mean, look at nature. It's so magical and powerful. And so when you're feeling a big emotion or when you're feeling like, you can't possibly let go, remind yourself, whatever you need to do, that you are powerful and you can do it. And something I used to tell some employees that I used to lead was, you know, to look themselves in the mirror and tell themselves, like, I'm a badass. I got this. And we don't talk to ourselves like that enough. I want you to get to a place where you can look yourself in the mirror every day and be like, you're awesome and I love you. I started doing that recently every day trying to look myself in the mirror and be like, I love you. You're awesome. You're doing a great job because the way that we speak to ourselves really impacts the way that we function. Whatever that thing is for you, if you're a start small kind of person, that's cool. If you hear this and you're like, yep, I'm quitting cigarettes today. Awesome. I love that and I support you, but pick something one thing it can be small it can be big it doesn't matter what it is just pick one thing 
just one. If you've been like, oh, I really like I have too many clothes or whatever it is, like, you know, I don't feel like I have healthy, fulfilling relationships. Pick one. Go through just your pants or one friend that like you're really ready to lovingly step away from and start that process. And instead of looking at it as, oh, I've got to let go of this or I need to grieve this or this is loss, Look at it as gain. Look at it as I'm taking my power back so that I can make room for whatever is meant to come to me and for the beautiful and magical things that are gonna come to me because that is what the universe wants for you. That's what I want for you. So you've got this. Thank you so much for being here today and listening. I will see you next week. And remember, take your power back.